0: Richard, what do you be doing that you be halfway late all the time? Oh, you mean all the way late, but I
1: appreciate you being nice and saying halfway. Um, I do too much. Too much. That's what it is.
2: Yeah, wait, hang on. I I actually need to follow up. You walked into your place of
1: employment barefoot? No, no, no. I got socks on. I got socks on. (laughs)
2: You walked into your place of employment with no shoes on.
1: With down, Yeah, in downtown LA, carrying my suit and shirt, my carrying my shoes, my back. I was sprinting. I got stuck on the 405, which we know it could just be one of those days on the 405. You know that off-ramp? Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, that off-ramp, yeah, it's
0: not good. Dog, I met Bill Murray. Dude, he is the coolest dude in person so I'm coming out of my hotel room, and I'm going to work. And uh, I'm, like, walking to the elevator, no big deal. And I see somebody with, like, a ruined collar. And so I'm like, oh, sir, you know, can I fix this for you? Right? Because he, he's fixing himself up. I go, here, let me help you. And he turns around, and it's fucking Bill Murray. And I'm like, uh. And he goes, hey, because I have my Arizona jacket on, number one team in the country. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh um, God. Okay. and, uh, he goes, who are you rooting for today? And I was like, nah, I was like, I just, I report on everyone. So just, I'm here for the good games. And he was like, uh, he was like, oh, I was like, you know, he was like, oh, did you see a Chicago game last night? And this is last Thursday. This is where I went on TV. It was like, man, the Bucks about to beat the junk out of the Bulls. And then Caruso ends up winning the game for him or whatnot. And I was like, oh, you're a Bulls fan, huh? I was like, how was purgatory? You know, joking with him on the elevator, and uh, he was just like, "Oh, you know, it's been a tough year, but you know, blah blah blah." And so it seemed like we talked for like all the way to the elevator, in the elevator, all the way down to the thing. And he was like, "I was like, hey, I just want I'm Channing Fry." And he goes, like, hey, "I'm Bill." I said, "Are you fucking joking? I know who you are." I was like, "Dude,
2: I love when celebrities do that, though."
0: Dude, I was like, "You're you're you're in my top five. You're in my top five all time." Great, and then movie. Now he was like, "Oh, thanks." huh? Great movie is Finding Bill Murray. Oh, dude! <laughs> have you ever seen that movie?
1: No. Go watch it because he does like he. Li- there's a town that he spent like he spends time in or lives in. So, like, there's times where like he saw people like like a uh, uh, like a house band like a uh, yeah. going to a house party, and he would like he like helped him. He helped him like bring like all of the like. Uh, the... What do you
0: have bubbles on your face, Richard? I mean. <laughs> You have bubbles. I see. I don't know what's going on.
1: It's fine. Keep going.
0: Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. No,
1: but he was—he basically went, helped them take up all the, the, the band equipment and then just played drums in this house, random house party. Or there was a couple that was like doing like wedding photos, like by like the city hall. And he just like, hey, do you guys mind if I jumped in type stuff and started taking wedding photos with this random like couple. And it was just like, so like, There's like a baseball team that he always goes to. And it's like, oh, can you find Bill Murray? There was one thing. This is the coolest thing I ever heard of any celebrity. This guy was like, I was at the stall. I was at the stall. Uh, I think the guy said he was either washing his hands or peeing. And he felt somebody do this, right? And he goes, they'll never believe you. And he turned around and it was Bill (laughs) Murray. He turned around and it was Bill Murray and he just walked out. And I'm like, if I could be Bill Murray, that would be my...
0: And Bill Murray's dating Khalees or Kellis, Khalees. You don't even know her name, which is, is a problem. It's Khaleesi. No, it's not Khaleesi. God damn it, Richard. It's Khalees, dude. Uh, but be no, I heard I've those same stories.
2: So uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> what do you say? Why?
2: <laughs> I said I've never been so uncomfortable in a conversation. Oh, <laughs> oh why, you don't know Bill Murray movies? Can make I more- know Bill Murray, but I don't know um,
0: Richard. What is
2: wrong with you?
1: I have to get dressed. I
0: have a show here in a little bit
1: bubbles you, also have, you bubbles. also have
0: bubbles coming out of your nose <laughs> really what is yeah.
1: going on i don't know my device is running low. have you
2: ever thought about have you ever thought about covering up that rj tattoo
0: fuck no, no. richard has a you <laughs> should see his rib tattoo oh,
2: he has a rib
1: tattoo oh my god i have one on my thigh i have a peacock on my thigh <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I love you, but I don't love you in that uh, sense. Game, give me some Bill Murray movies because I think I've seen a couple. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: Groundhog's Day, Groundhog's Day, which is an all timer um, um, oh, uh, the the
0: the the zombie movie.
1: Oh my God, he was great in the zombie movie. Life Aquatic, Life Aquatic oh, is good. awesome. He does a lot of random, like hilarious movies. Uh, Royal Tenenbaums, great.
2: Um, Damn. I don't, yeah. I don't know any of these. Um, having said that, was he just in the... Space um... Jam.
1: He was in Space Jam.
2: Oh, duh. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got you. Okay. Done. Game over. All right. Having said that, take a shot. Let's talk about it. The in-season tournament.
0: We've been telling people.
2: quarterfinals last tried. night. Pacers-Celtics. That's where we start. Channing, I'm going to give you some love because you've been on the Pacers for a second.
0: Oh, d- this guys, is the start don't... of season. Don't get it twisted. The Pacers are the 93 Chicago Bulls in the end-season tournament, but they are still the Pacers in the regular season. They are, the be- they are so trash defensively. Like, this is their defense. But they are exciting to watch. They don't play a lick of defense. But if they're going, they are going.
2: How? I mean, they're, like, on a historic pace in terms of scoring.
1: They remind me of the
0: 2010 Suns. So is their defense. What did you say? What about the 2010 Suns? That's what they remind me of. Just a bunch of guys you have like, so I would liken uh, Tyrese to Steve, right? Steve is going to push the pace. Jason Kidd, push the pace. They have shooters. Everyone has a green light. They have spacing. There's some names on the team, but they're not huge names. Like for us, we had Grant Hill, Jason Richardson, Amari, and Steve Nash. And then it was like, leandra barbosa and myself and robin lopez and jared dudley so like they're they're names but they're not like crazy super super superstar names other than steve tyrese is the steve and everyone else kind of falls in line yeah he's a monster i said he was gonna have a breakout year well
1: I, i i like i we're on nba today we're talking about it and it was more of like when we were talking about the trade between Tyrese Halliburton and Sabonis being malpractice and how bad it was, it's not because Sabonis wasn't an all-star, right? It wasn't because Sabonis wasn't an all-star. Look, the Sacramento Kings, as a squad, they've been outstanding. They've been great the last two years. No judgment there. But Tyrese Halliburton has a chance to be your point guard and be special for the next 12 years. Sabonis, in my opinion, has capped at kind of who he is. Doesn't mean he can't get better. Doesn't mean doesn't mean anything this. He's an he's an all NBA all-star player. He'll be a five, six-time all-star like he's very good. But Halliburton, there's a difference between being great and special. Halliburton has a chance to be special, and that's the difference. That that's it's and it's such a minute yeah. difference. It's such a it's it's like very But it's very, not minute, Richard. It's no, not but minute. I'm, no, but I'm saying it's a minute difference between Look, last year Sabonis so was All NBA. They finished second. They're one of the best teams. They have a chance, in my opinion, to make a real good run. So people are like, "Well, look at what it's done for our team." For a team okay. wise, yes, right. But ultimately, if you're comparing player to player and like ability and length and all of these other things, most GMs would take Halliburton. That's why we are like, "Why are you separate?" And again, we get it because they needed a big. They got a small and De'Aaron Fox, and that's what they're they, going to do. But that backcourt, could, yeah. but that backcourt of De'Aaron Fox. And and um, that backcourt of De'Aaron Fox and Halliburton wouldn't have worked. What? What? what
0: if, Why wouldn't it have worked?
1: Because he's a, a, distributor. a distributor. He's a distributor. Know, a play-
0: De'Aaron needs the
1: ball in his hands a I, lot. No, I, no I, 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 I would look at De'Aaron in my opinion more like a better. Not, I wouldn't say talent wise, but more of a better like orchestrator than like a Kyrie,
0: right? Okay. If
1: you tell Kyrie just to score twenty five, and you say De'Aaron. We got a great setup because I'll say this: He Tyrese is a better setup man than 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 De'Aaron. Fox. Everybody in the league except for Jokic. what I'm saying so. So if we're talking about a setup man, then we're saying like, oh, you just go give us 25 to 30 and be that dude, De'Aaron Fox, which you have the ability. And this dude is going to get everyone else involved. He's going to get you involved. He's going to get you easy shots. Show me a better backcourt in this league than De'Aaron and what Tyrese Halliburton would have been. Who? The only one that I can think of is Steph and Clay. And that's because I, I Steph and I just don't, don't believe that that love. would have worked.
0: I just don't believe <laughs> that that space would have worked for them because I think they both are, I think, I, first of all, let me say this. I think to have growth, you think about your team as a garden. You can't have two big old rose bushes next to each other. They're just not going to grow as much. They're going to be fighting for the, the sunlight. So that's why you need one rosebush and other and just grass that accentuates a rosebush. Yeah, that's fair. I don't no, know if no, it would no, work. Thank
2: you for giving <laughs> us yes. basketball one on one on on building a team. <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you. that's fair. <laughs> less is more. Look at Philly. Less is more.
2: You know, shout out to shout out to the Pacers. It, it was a 10 point win over the Celtics. I thought it was crazy that I looked at this stat. Nine or 10 guys on the Pacers make three million or less with three two way contracts on their roster. It's just yeah. wild to kind of see
1: Well, they're not trying to win actively. They're not actively trying to it's you like the same. Yeah. it's they It's they're
0: literally Buddy Healed is a starter for most teams. Obviously, Miles Turner is amazing, and what he does, I think he's top five or six best big men in the league, right? Defensively. And then they have players, and this is what coaching comes in. You instill confidence in your players, you have a system that fits them, and you let them go, regardless of how much money they make? People can hoop in NBA if you put them in the right system. Like yeah. it's just, if you have a pecking order, if you play unselfish, teams can flourish. Look at Fanning, a- Channing, Channing. What? It's
1: because of Tyrese Halliburton.
0: That also took Steve helps, Nash.
1: That. You called him Steve Nash, which I'm so proud of you. Steve Nash took a guy that didn't even have a qualifying offer and got him lots of money.
0: I mean, I had a qualifying offer. I just turned it down. You didn't have a quantifying offer.
1: They, I'm going not, to. They, they
0: sneaky offered me one. They offered me 20 mil. And I said, no, I can't do it. I thought I'd be out the league. As soon as I took it, I saw what happened to Travis Outlaw. And they just literally just put him in a box. And I was like, dude, I don't want to be a center. Like that. well, you t- yeah, But that's what I'm saying. You took a
1: minimum contract. And Steve got no. you quickly off that minimum contract. Tyrese yeah. Halliburton looking like one of those players that if you play with him, you oh. will raise your value. That's just... Jay Kidd was that way, LeBron was that way, Jokic is that way. Um, I think Tyrese Halliburton is that way. Chris Paul, in my opinion, to a certain degree, is was that way. As far as if you play with him, your numbers, stats, and confidence, not just your confidence, will go up.
2: Steph Curry makes you believe you can do anything, and the Curry 11s are specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ball players are coming up and showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player and rep his shoes on and off the court. The Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet, locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stop in your tracks with dual density UA flow, cushioning, and traction. It's an emergency break you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of his sneaker career pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future on and off the court. Take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep Under Armour wherever you go. So do your thing, change the game. The Curry 11 Future Curry is available now at currybrand.com. So I am going to ask you guys this question because I'm going to preface for all of our listeners out there that like to come at me sometimes that we had this discussion offline. And so I'm going to give you guys a chance to either debate or defend Obviously the Pacers won, which means the Celtics lost as big favorites going into that matchup. Does that loss to the Pacers reinforce the narrative that Jason Tatum can't win on the big stage?
0: No, I think we talked about this. Jason. I, just Tatum, we just did. I know. I know. We talked about this and I'll say this teams, when they play Jason Tatum go, anybody else can beat us except for him. They play him in big games different than they play. They play everyone else straight up. You can see where they're like, Jason Tatum, we're sending you to the help always. And I think his team is really good where he doesn't want to hijack. I don't know if he has the opportunity to hijack. When you have Drew Holiday and uh, Porzingis or in in Jalen Brown. Like, I just don't. But, again, I thought he was going to ball out the last game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, and he fucked up his ankle. But I just think Jason Tatum plays within himself. I just don't. Y- yes. I
1: think Okay, she- Allie, 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 Allie. She's setting you up, Channing. She's setting you I'm up. I'm
0: not
2: setting you up because She's I think better. you both agree that Jason Tatum is that dude. He's he's not okay. like let's act like he's not a special but, player in this but, league. But we can I'm put uh,
1: whenever they clip this for social. Yeah. We show the tweet <laughs> that that was sent to our group chain's like, Hey, what are your thoughts? And I was like, Well, this is stupid and I was like That's Allie right. went down and listed like the last three, four years, like yeah. when he was down 3 2 to Philly, when the Celtics were down 3 2 to Milwaukee and had to go win. On the road. On the road. When you go look at some of these things, look. Like all I'm saying, when he swept Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets, oh well, their team wasn't very good. Oh, well, he beat the MVP and Joel and beat. Oh, well, James Hart. Oh, he No, we're just making excuses for right. why we don't want to validate the numbers that he put up. When he puts up 46 in an elimination game, I do believe that it was on the road, right? It was it in mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Yeah, and when he put up 46 against Drew Holiday, against uh, Giannis, against those that Bucks team that you know, one of the best teams in the league. So it's like, we can look at this and you just look at the numbers and it's just like, Oh no, he went to the NBA finals. He's 25, maybe 25 years old. He's 25. He'll be 26 in March. Yeah. So he's 25 or 25 and a half. And this dude has been all first team NBA two years in a row. All the numbers, all the things he is. I'm, I'm like, he is one He is one of the top seven players in the league, and he's beaten the best players above him multiple times on multiple occasions, including playoff series.
0: And what's scary is as good as Jason Tatum is, he still has a lot of room to grow.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's, what's, scary. that's
0: what's scary. That's what's scary. It's his, I don't want to say shot selection. That's not the right term. His impact on going north and south is getting better every single year. When he doesn't do, when he doesn't settle for that little ah, step back, he's a monster. When he goes north and south and attacks the rim, his team is exponentially better.
2: Can we talk about just how the conversations are because of this damn in-season tournament and how we're talking about whether or not Jason Tatum can win on the big stage in freaking December? Wild.
0: Um I think- Okay, we're going to get
2: to the Pelicans Kings in a second. Ooh. But first, uh, who are your sleeper picks of the week? Each of you give the audience a player you think is primed to go off this week and score more than their sleeper
0: app projections. Trey Murphy. Oh, you bitch. That's mine. The <laughs> that's my guy. It feels good to see him out. I forget how so fucking okay. tall he is. He's so tall. He, that's the thing. <laughs> he <laughs> don't God damn. Remember
2: that time you guys both left me in Vegas and Trey had to host a podcast with me? Trey, Shout out, Trey.
1: Break, Trey, we she love Trey. you. <laughs> Uh, congratulations man we're happy you're back you were fucking killing it he's got a ratchet and he's six foot nine with bounce and he's an above average defender I wouldn't call him a lockdown but he's not a target right no. like,
0: like these Pelicans a- if you look at their team buildup, hey Griff like when we they're healthy this like a week ago you said what
2: we were not saying this like a week ago
0: no two weeks ago but they had a team meeting. Zion said, uh, you know, I don't know, not, what did he say? He said, not, I don't know what my role is. I don't know if I'm fully I'm just trying to in. buy in. Well, that motherfucker bought in, and so did everyone got healthy, and now they've been hooping.
2: I and put they- up his oh. lowest point total in 25 plus more minutes than he ever has in the NBA, which I guess isn't a lot.
1: It's a one lot. year! Yeah, it's like, oh, in the 12 games he's played.
2: <laughs> but, Brandon Ingram went off for 30, having BI healthy.
0: Dude, obviously. Every person on their team is doing better. Like overall, that team is nasty. They have shooting, they have length, they have defense. They got they Herb Jones on defense. Energy. You got D.J. McCullum with the pull ups. You got Brandon Ingram that's got the six foot nine and a half, six foot ten length. Believe in the vision, Zion, because now if you have all these shooters, I got Zion and Valanciunas on my fantasy team. Oh, I'm trucking through. Hey, this is this is my thing
1: before you buy in. How about he explains why somebody should buy into him? You worry about, oh, I'm just trying to buy in. Well, my thing is this. Tell me why one person in that organization. Tell me why one one of your teammates should buy in to you what have you shown us and don't well his number is 25 we all know that that stuff isn't real that like that that that's not that's not an excuse to buy in buy in means that i'm doing every single day the things that i need to be great and help my team be great and help my teammates be great so before we start talking about zion trying to buy in he's got to take a, some self reflection should my teammates buy in to me do i have a history that shows that my teammates should buy into me this year. So far, he's been doing a very good job and I will give him credit and we will move forward looking that, but before you start talking about, well, you know, I got to buy in, I didn't get a lot of shots or I got to buy our, Oh, I'm just trying my best to buy in. It's like, yes, I do remember someone famously saying, instead of trying to, you know, what, what, what was it, you know, fit in and fit out. Remember those conversations that were being had. Yeah. We're actually
2: going to go to that conversation next, but before we yeah. do, can you please give me your sleeper
1: pick? <laughs> Trey Murphy. You can't. He took my idea. Well, okay, he said it hold first. On, hold on, hold on. Okay, 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 okay. So uh,
2: of the like player brother
1: to brother, projected.
2: Come. No, no, so
0: he takes Trey Murphy. I'll take Shaden Shark.
1: Hold
0: <laughs> on. I'm fine with that.
1: I didn't even know the Portland Trail. Is he still in Portland? Do they still have a team?
0: Shut up. <laughs> dude he's on a tear right now
2: i was gonna say i just saw november
0: that 30th 29 no december 2nd 25 duty
2: any of those any
0: of those translate to wins
2: uh let me look stop it this isn't about the team it's about the player thank you fantasy doesn't care about the team it's about the player
0: yeah, okay <laughs>
2: He's going with Shaden. Okay. Road trip and sleeper picks of the week are sponsored by Sleeper Fantasy. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code Road TripIn for a deposit match for up to one hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, let's kind of put a bow on the uh, New Orleans topic. What do they need to do to be considered a contender in the West? What left?
0: Be healthy for twenty games in a row. That's it. Yeah. And all of, all of a
2: sudden they're a Well, they just
0: their chemistry. They need to figure each other out, right? Can They got a lot of firepower. A lot of firepower. So they just need to figure out, like, hey, this week you may only get 15. And next week when they change up the defense, you may average 30. As long as we're winning. I really think I messed up my shoulder. Okay.
1: So let's break this down, right? Let's break this down. What happens when the Denver Nuggets were healthy?
2: They won a championship? Uh,
1: Yeah. And the two years prior to that, it was like first, second round loss, whatever. But when they were healthy, they won a championship then we could actually see what the Denver Nuggets are capable of. Until they're healthy in the postseason, right? When they're healthy in the postseason, then we can say, I don't know what they need to be a championship contender because they've never been in a in a, in a place to compete against other championship teams. Ooh. All
2: right, fair. Um, speaking of fitting in and fitting out, before we wrap up this episode, you guys obviously have seen, whether on Twitter or watching the game, the um, exchange between LeBron and e <laughs> I love it. Why?
0: Why? I
2: I need to give our listeners context really quick so that you guys can fully break down if you're okay with that. Yeah. Um, The transcript was put out, I guess. The audio was leaked. Basically, LeBron walks over second half. Ime at this point already had a tech. Uh, Bron says, says, we're all grown men. That bitch word ain't cool. Don't use it so loosely. Ime. Did not want to back down. He said, what are you going to do about it? And then eventually the ref threw uh, Ime out of the game after he appeared to call Braun soft-ass boy. Granted, obviously Braun got a tech as well, but it was two for Ime. So that's the exchange that has Channing smiling ear-to-ear loving the moment.
0: Here's why I love it. It's less about Braun. It could have been anybody. It's more about and this is, God, this is a comment for Richard. It's more about that Ime is sending a message to his teammates or to his players. Stop being fucking scared of these teams. We, like, that had little to do with Braun, and it could have been KD, it could have been anybody. But for Ime, after playing with him and knowing him for, I don't know, 17 years now, 15 years, 17 years? I played with him on New York. We, he lives in Portland, right? it's his personality and he's instilling that personality to his teammates and then did you hear his press conference he was like i don't know why you know it's it's discouraging to me that we let a team who doesn't punk people punk us and like that's it's less about the lakers and more about houston and him holding them accountable to play a certain level of basketball so that's what i like and i like it that people are getting a little testy you know I me mean? i like i like the twitter beef
1: emay what is he going to do about it he's already shown you I guarantee you guarded him on multiple occasions He showed you what he's going to do. There's already film on that. He barked. Yeah, there's already, there's already film. There's already film on that. So you know what he's going to do about it, right? Like Eme is one of the best young coaches in this league. I love, you know, I've been on the Houston Band Ragged since the beginning, but let's slow down. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, like Eme? What are you going to do about it, Eme? How about that? What are you going to do about it? How about that?
2: Yeah, no, I'm just I- I was there. A lot. I thought the exchange, I I found it all hilarious just from a stand. Like, they were so straight up poker face. There was oh. no animated, like, it dude, was just how he dude, talks, Don't though. ass men talking to each
1: I was like,
0: dude, but what? that's how he talks, though. Like, when he'll cuss you out and he'll look at you like, hey, motherfucker, I'm ready. Yeah,
1: I'm look, I promise you. you, I promise you, if I was sitting there and I was E-May, I probably would have said the same thing. I probably would have said the same thing because, you know, again, it's the same thing. Like, you'll say, what are you going to do about it between those four lines? Right? Like, you, you say it between those four lines. It's like, what are you going to do about it? And look, you got to put on that facade. At the end of the day, Houston, by the time they are a relevant playoff team, right, LeBron will most likely be retired. Will they be eventually be a relevant playoff team under Emei Adoka? I 100% believe that to be true. And I get why he's doing it. But let's not make, it, let's not make any mistake and start mischaracterizing what that exchange was. That was him saying, like, hey, I'm going to show my teammates or, or show my, my team that like we don't fear anyone and i respect that but he may let's slow down that'd be like like you know what i'm saying that's like me and channing over there coaching talking about what are you going to do about it to the greatest player to touch a basketball right like what is he you gonna f- do? fuck yeah, you yeah exactly it's like <laughs> and
2: on that note we're gonna wrap up this edition so that we can get rich for a chunk of the next one that'll do it for this edition of road trip